All right, bow your heads with me. Dear Lord, uh, I just thank you for this day. I uh, thank you for the school um, and each and every person in here and just the contributions they make um, in their own unique way. Uh, God, I just pray that we have a good close to the school year. Um, I pray for Jimmy's son as he speaks today. pray that you calm any nerves that he may have and just deliver his message well. Uh, it's in your name I pray. Amen. All right, Jimmy's son is our speaker today. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Landon, for interviewing me. And then, so, uh, I know we already prayed, but if we start off uh, again with a quick prayer, please bow your heads with me. Um, dear Lord, thank you for giving me this uh, amazing opportunity to speak in front of everyone here today. Um, I pray that you help me open up my heart and my mind so that you may speak clearly through me, Lord. And um, I just thank you so much for this time and all your many blessings. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so... Um, after listening to multiple testimonies throughout the year and talking with my friends, um, a common struggle that I found that many of us uh, go through was that, you know, we all grew up within a Christian environment, and yet um, we never felt like we had a strong relationship with God. And personally, I really relate to that because, you know, ever since I was born till around my freshman year in high school, I um, attended a Catholic church, and, like, Sunday was, like, mandatory. Like, you always went. And so after... You know, no matter how many Sunday services I went to or how many Sunday schools I attended, I just really never had a real relationship with God, and I never actively sought out a relationship. And personally, I'd say, yeah, that's mostly my fault, though, because, like, during church, I'd often, you know, fall asleep, or I'd play games on my phone, or, you know, I'd sometimes even skip Sunday school to go across the street to get some snacks at Dollar General and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, that was, that was my fault. But um, that just shows you that I wasn't really um, in the mix of things. And so this also reminded me that, you know, my first year at BA, um, I remember I was, in, I was sitting in Coach Reed's A1 geography class, Tim Reed. And so um, every morning he'd, you know, choose somebody to pray. And I just remember sitting down and I'm just like shaking. I'm like, oh gosh, like, like this guy better never like pick me at all because like I never prayed out loud before. Like, ever. I was never comfortable about speaking about God or Christianity in general. So, you know, I just remember sitting every morning. I just, like, hoped that he never picked me. And, you know, the school year went on, and, you know, I thought I was off the hook. Like, I, I didn't think I had to pray at all. And so I remember, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But, no, I was not. So one fateful day, I remember I was sitting at my desk, and he was like, Jimmy, would you like to pray? And I'm just like, uh, sure, Yeah. I, yeah, okay. And so I remember I was being so nervous, and I just, like, bowed my head, and I was just like, uh, dear Lord, uh, thanks for, uh, for a good day. Amen. And that's, like, that's all I said, just period. Like, that, that's it. And so, like, my classmates were kind of laughing at me and stuff like that, and I just remember being super embarrassed, and in my head I was just like, no, like, never again. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. And so that just shows you a little um, background on my faith at the time, and it just shows that I was never really comfortable in the first place, and I never had a strong foundation. And so before I move further, um, I want to ask you guys this question. You know, um, if you could ask God one question right now, what would it be? And so I know I'm sure many of us have a really good question to ask, but personally, I would always question, you know, why does God allow pain and suffering to happen in this world? I always used to struggle with that. And to be honest with you, I'm not here to give you guys an answer because, yeah, I'm not God. And, you know, 
but I want to reassure you that, you know, God never intends to put pain and suffering in your life for no reason. But unfortunately, that took me a while to understand that. And so um, I remember, I probably say the most hardships that I probably had to go through was around my, around 2019 going into 2020. And during this time, I was really struggling both physically, mentally, and then also most importantly, spiritually. And, you know, I was really, really looking forward to my basketball season. And after I was working really hard, um, you know, I, I remember I was on the court and I got on the sideline and Madeline was like, is that like ringworm? Because I had like, like just like some skin infection or something. And I was like, oh, gosh. And so, like, I remember like after seeing like two dermatologists at the time, you know, they had said it was ringworm. And so after medications and stuff like that, my skin just got even worse. It got to the point where it was constant burning, like, all over through my arms, and I just couldn't even bend it or anything. And, like, due to that, like, I missed the rest of my basketball season, and I missed days of school, which, you know, brought down my grades, and all these things just started to feel like just falling apart. And so, um, finally, after I went to my third dermatologist, um, they were like, oh, well, yeah, it was, it was never ringworm. It was actually this thing called Numular dermatitis. Yeah, that's a big word. I know, right? So, um, you know, this whole situation, you know, like, I was just like, wow, okay, well, that was, um, that was a lot. And then so I remember, like, a couple weeks later, I had to undergo a collapsed lung surgery. So that required for, yeah, my lungs to collapse in order for them to reach a certain nerve. And so I remember after my surgery going through that, um, I woke up and I was just sweating and I was just gasping for air and like I knew something wasn't right and I kept falling in and out of consciousness and my dad was like calling on the nurse and was like something's not right so they brought me back and I got an x-ray on my chest and so they found that my left lung was still completely collapsed and they had forgot to essentially take out all the CO2 somehow and so um, yeah I was like that's great so then I go in for a unplanned second surgery. And so they had to take an incision out of my left chest and, you know, take out the CO2. And so I just remember I had to stay that night in the hospital and I was laying there in pain. And I just began to ask God, like, why would you let this happen to me? You know, um, like first my skin condition and now this whole disaster. And I just became really frustrated. And this was like the first time my faith just began to really get shaken. And um, after my surgery, um, you know, they, instead of stitches, they placed this thing called Dermabond, and it's just some type of glue or adhesive. And so after a couple days, I came back home, and I just began to notice, like, on my wounds, I, I had six incisions in total. And so on my wounds, they began to develop these terrible, like, tiny blisters everywhere. And it started forming all throughout my upper body into my back, and it was just awful. And I, it, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't, like, lay right or, like, anything. And so there's another skin condition after that. And then so went to the dermatologist again. And yeah, they said it was a severe allergic reaction to that substance that they had put on my incision. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's great. You know, that's my luck, you know. And yeah, of course, that was sarcasm. So yeah. So, um, you know, after going through those many chains of events, I'm just like, I began to really have little to no faith in God at that point. Because it felt like, you know, throughout this time, I saw prayer as a last solution. And every time I prayed, um, you know, things wouldn't happen or I just never got an answer. 
And, you know, I just, in my head at the time, I'm like, you know, things cannot get any worse, right? And, yeah, boy, I was wrong. And so during this time, um, my grandfather had suffered from um, type 1 diabetes for most of his life. And so I just remember that he had to undergo numerous surgeries where it required him to get several amputations. And I just remember, like, every time I'd try to go visit him, he'd, you know, I'd be worried about him. And so every time I walked in, he just had the biggest smile on his face. And I'd just be in shock because he'd always ask me, like, hey, Jimmy, like, how are you doing? Like, how's your day? How's basketball? I'm like, Grandpa, like, I'm fine. Like, how are you doing? Like, how are you, like, so positive all the time? Like, I just never understood, like, how. And, like, it's just that Christ-like behavior really, you know, kind of uh, surprised me. And so, unfortunately, um, during um, January 2020, he had to undergo a major heart surgery. And so after that heart surgery, I remember the doctor coming up to me and my family, and he essentially said that my, with my grandfather's current condition that he only had a few months to live. And so that kind of just caught me by surprise, and I'm just like, well, like, really? And so like, I just... I realized that I didn't really have much time. And so, you know, I, I tried to visit him as much as possible. But unfortunately, like, I had no idea what was to come. I don't think anybody did. But, like, when COVID-19 hit in Tennessee specifically, everything just shut down. And so I remember the last time I saw my grandfather was, I think, the beginning of February. And I just remember, like, saying, like, I'll see you again. And after the whole surgery thing happened and stuff, um, that was essentially the last time I saw him. And so um, I just remember I couldn't like possibly comprehend how things could just get worse every time. And every time I just kept praying, things would just get worse. And so I began to question God once again. I said, now this time, why would you let pain and suffering happen to everybody? Not just me, but like everybody's life changed after that. And so a few months go by and one one night, I remember sitting in the kitchen with my family, and my mother gets a phone call. And um, he, she essentially gets a call from the doctor saying that um, my grandfather was not going to make it by the end of tonight. And so um, I remember we all rushed over to the place, and we arrived inside the room. And um, as soon as I walked in, my heart just kind of dropped. And... Um, Sorry. Um, yeah, um, just caught me by surprise. Because um, when I walked in, um, found that he was unresponsive. I realized it was too late to say um, goodbye. Sorry, like, I've never told anyone this story before, so it's really hard. And then, so, I just realized that, yeah, I couldn't even say my final goodbyes. And so, I remember all, all the regrets and the sadness and anger just started flowing through my mind. And it was just all these voices telling me that I wasn't a good enough grandson and I should have visited more. 
And eventually, that ultimately led me to think that God was at fault here. And um, all these dark thoughts started going through my mind. And I began to feel angry. And uh, I, I asked God, I said, why? Every time I need your help, things just kept getting worse. I prayed and you never answered. And I asked, how could you take someone so important from me? And I walked up to his bed and I wanted to say my final goodbyes. And um, I remember trying to reach for his hand and they were tucking up their blanket. So I pulled back the blanket and what I found was that he was grasping onto that wooden cross on his right hand. And I, I took a moment to just kind of kind of stare at it for a little bit. And for some reason, I felt a sense of uh, warm and comfort just come over me. And all that anger and sadness and regret that I felt for some reason just felt like it's been all washed away. And I don't know what was going on at the time. But um, I just remember looking at that, and at that moment, I knew that my grandfather was with the Lord now. And after I saw that, I made a promise to myself then and there that I wanted to seek out a relationship with him. And, um, you know, after that defining moment, I, I just knew that God, God's kingdom was real, and I wanted to be a part of that. And so um, um, a Bible verse that, you know, I found through my newfound journey with Christ was um, Romans 5, 1 through 3. And it says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace within our God uh, through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. And yeah, there's a lot to take from this verse, but the verse that stuck out to me the most was, um, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have now peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're sitting here today, I know that each one of you each and every one of you has gone through some sort of hardship or suffering. I have no doubt. But after reading that passage, I realized that if God could fix the worst thing that had happened in the history of mankind, which was the fall from the beginning, and turn that into the best possible thing by sending his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on that cross, what makes you think that he can't do the same for your life? What makes you think that God can't turn something so hard and hurt you so much and turn it into something beautiful? Sorry. And you see, for some reason, this changed my entire perspective on my life. You know, often I'd see hardships and stuff come in and I often become angry and frustrated. And I'd ask him why. But as I'm standing here today, 
I see the bigger picture now. I see that, you know, after all those hardships and sufferings, it would ultimately lead me to a relationship with Christ. And I just want to let you guys know that I know for a fact that whatever you guys are going through right now, God can turn that into something beautiful. If you could please bow your heads with me. Dear Lord, sorry. Thank you for giving me this opportunity again to speak in front of everyone. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to open up my heart and my mind and just to share my journey with you, Lord. I pray that to anybody that's sitting here today, that's somebody that's going through something really hard or whatever. Lord, I just pray that you show them that they're not alone and that only you can take advantage of our suffering in this, in this world. So again, I thank you for all your many blessings. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you.